are again, Tim. What a fabulous occasion. We've been a little bit uh, naughty. We haven't done so many because we weren't sure how many podcasts we should do whilst uh, we had that great thing called a virus. Well, Mark, we did have one the other week. And let's be honest, I'm blaming you because last week I was ready and you were busy, very busy. <sighs> Look, that, that is a fact. That is a fact for once. I can't deny that you were ready and that I actually asked at the last minute, could we please uh, hold off because I was a little bit busy. And today we're actually doing it like mid-afternoon, so it's well, different. Well, we thought we could. We thought we would just, you know, enlighten people while we were still awake. Yeah, exactly. A bit of a different <laughs> perspective for everyone. So what do you think we talk about today, Mark? Well, I thought we were going to talk about what makes a good agent. Mm. Now, hopefully after we've done this, Tim, that the decision is that we're both good agents. Well, yeah, I think we'll say good agent slash property manager because they're sort, well, of, sort of the same-ish thing. Well, they are. Well, an agent can do a lot of things. I mean, and, and, and you have to be an agent to actually do most things in real estate because if it's involved with anything in real terms, you actually have to be qualified. Yeah. Well, I'm and sure not everybody knows that. You need to be qualified. I think we've spoken about it before. Yeah, I think uh, we might have. That's true. Yeah. Just, you know, we've done a few of these now, Tim. Recap. We can go over some old ground. Yes, you do need qualified. But yeah, someone asked me the other day, you know, what makes a good real estate agent? I thought that's actually an interesting question. So maybe it's something we could chat about. Well, it is. It is a good question because there's a lot of, we all know there's a lot of agents out there, but are they all good? Well, I said fancy suit and fast car, but I don't know. Is, <laughs> is there anything else? I just thought that was it. Well, I, no, I don't think, you don't need to be having a fast car because slow and steady can win the race oh, too. I get it. Okay. So I suppose if we went through, what would your number one criteria be? Well, I think about customer service so when i engage with a product or service or company one of the things that i really like is speed and when i ring someone they either answer their phone or they get back to me yeah and what sort of period of time do you think is realistic look i always think in terms of a phone or email i think within 24 hours like generally the same day but if you ring someone at 5 30 at night I wouldn't expect them to get back to you to maybe the next morning. Yeah, and I think that's fair. There's nothing worse than sitting there and you made an inquiry and then you get a phone call from an agent, um, for instance, if they were purchasing, they go, well, I'm sorry I didn't call you back, but it's already gone. Yeah. And then you yeah. think, well, was, would you not have a chance or was it already gone when I sent my inquiry? Yeah, and it's amazing how many people, when you ring them back, are surprised and go, oh, thanks for calling back. I'm like... That's our job. Well, but it's hard to believe that, isn't it, Tim? Because yeah. realistically, you think that, well, everybody gets called back. Hmm. So, yeah, I think that's a really big one for me. And I always, you know, a really simple thing. I go through my phone calls. I don't want waving my hands. We're not, we're not, no, we're, we're not, not recording this. Actually, there's no video. The disc desk or anything, but apart from that, it's good. But I go through my phone and just make sure I've covered up on all the emails, all the texts, and all the emails. Now, occasionally, everyone is going to miss one. That's just how life is, but... And do you check them, you know, if you've got a day off or, or um, you've finished for the day, do you still check them? Mark, I think uh, I am addicted to my phone, so <laughs> yes. Oh, look, Everything gets guilty as oh. charged, Your Honour. I do the same thing. On Sundays, I made on answer, but I'll always still call everyone back at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think there's also a level of importance, and, and that doesn't mean that every call or every email isn't important, but there's some that you really need to be expedient and some others that you don't have to try to get back at that very moment. Yeah. So I think that's a really 
important one that, that people like. I think another one is an agent's ability to stay calm sometimes. Look, I actually think that's a really good one. There is so many agents, who, and you see them out there, and they're all flustered, and it's all excitement, but yeah. realistically, most of the time, it's a pretty serious subject when you're spending the sort of dollars that you are in a real estate transaction, and yeah. the ability to stay calm, and probably good give, give good, I should say, not good give, good, give good, I can't get that out, Tim, mm. give good information. So if you don't know, don't make it up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the same, if you ask someone a question they don't know, but they say, yeah, I'll get back to you soon, well, that's fine. And I get asked questions all the time about properties that I just don't know. Like, how, you know, how could I know who built the property 37 years ago? <laughs> yeah, Inle right. Unless I've asked the owner. And you'll try to find out, but yeah. if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. And sometimes we haven't, you know, like if we're talking about property sales, you might not have a section 32. And the section 32 really is a bit of a Bible, mm. isn't it? So you can find that information out yeah. in that document sometimes, not all the time. Yeah. So calm, you hit a good one, good advice. I had one down here. It's a word that you'd like, Mark. I've got it just for you. Tenacious. So maybe you can tell people what that means. Oh, tenacious. I love that. That means that you will not stop until you've, until you've got it, basically. You will continue working and you will work really with vigour. So tenaciousness. Mm. I like that, Tim. I actually think at times you are very tenacious. Do you? Okay. Yeah, well, that's, I hope so. But, I think but, it's important with, with buyers and even with properties that... You're selling for people. They don't all sell in a week, unfortunately. No, so. and you've got to stick at it. Sometimes we've all had circumstances where there's a few hurdles mm. and you've actually got to get over the hurdles to get it done. And funnily enough, that happens in leasing as well. Yeah, and it also happens after a sale too, like between selling it and settlement, there's hundreds of things that can go <sighs> I wrong. I reckon so. there's a whole other podcast. I think we might have done that a little bit in the past, but everybody thinks that an agent's job is done once yep. you've listed a property and sold the property. They don't realise there's an awful lot of things that if you don't stay tenaciously on mm. on board with it, Tim, that you won't actually have a great settlement or happy people at the end of it. Maybe there's a topic down the track, Mark. We can each tell our funniest real estate story. <laughs> might, might have to change a few names. <laughs> I was going to say, we better not say some names. That'd be good, I reckon. But, but it isn't a bad thing. I, I think... I think there's another thing that you're sort of alluding to um, that didn't come out, and that's being honest with your feedback and honest with the person. Sometimes honest in real estate. Well, what? I know there are two things that people probably don't agree, but I think you can string people along, and and I think even sometimes I think it's very it would be very easy to say what the person wants to hear rather than what you honestly think, and sometimes that just means that you've. Uh, that might be that phone call you're waiting for, Tim, but no. never mind, he's got it on silence, so I shouldn't have mentioned it. Um, I think sometimes that is giving them what you really think rather than what they want to hear. Because there's nothing worse, for instance, and it happens for me when I'm getting um, rental properties, and it would happen to you when you're looking at sale properties, where they might think the property's worth more, and the easiest thing is to say, yes, it is worth more, and then beat them down later on. I think you're better off to be right up front and say, look, I'm happy to try to get that figure for you, for instance, but I just want to put it on the table here. My experience or my or, or my uh, work that I've done on this property suggests it might just be a bit below that. And that way, at least you can give it a go, but without, um, I think, wrongly having their property for a list. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think you're right, Mark. I think everyone who's been around for a while has probably 
told the truth and it's probably cost them some business in not just in real estate but any industry i would say but i think you'll find long term like obviously real estate agents have a terrible name for you know being dishonest and all these sorts of things but hopefully you'll find most real estate agents who have been around for a long time there's a really high turnover rate but most who have been around for sort of two three four five plus years they're actually really honest people they are because well, they really are. otherwise they would have been caught out and they'd no longer be you can't the survive in the industry there's too many laws no. too much legislation yeah and um and even there's even a um a lot of them might be surprised about this but there's also agents conduct regulations that you've got to stick mm. to that are actually part of the estate agents act so there's, yeah. there's quite a bit that you have to stick to so i think that honesty transparency when it where an agent can be i mean it's a little bit of a conflict because they're in between an owner and a buyer so they can't disclose there's some things they can't disclose from privacy and all sorts of things but you know they can't tell a buyer every single thing that's happening in the vendor's life they no and I, I think you know there is fair disclosure laws and we, and we yeah. do try to disclose anything yeah. that's important but the reality of it is too the other thing that i think a lot of people don't get out there is at one time you're only representing one party you can't represent both you can't suddenly mm. go and say i'm going to barter a great deal for you on mm. one side by telling the other side that i'm going to get the best price you possibly yeah. can you so have to be have to be pretty transparent about that yeah. as well agent's job is to facilitate a transaction like it is with a landlord and a tenant that's our job and as we've had before there are different types of agents so there could be say buyers advocates which their job is to work for a purchaser mm -hmm. and then you've got if you've got a property for sale you're obviously working for the vendor or, and in my case the landlord one thing that i i don't know maybe some people might dispute but i've always tried to do mark is just be nice because you know it's it's not that hard to be nice, is it? Well, to some people it is. <laughs> I don't know, some people it is. But yeah, I always just try and be nice. Well, I think, I think if you went to two shops taking real estate away and you were treated really nicely in one and yeah. you treated ordinarily in the other one, you'd go back to the one where the people were nice. Well, and you know, that's not to say that, like obviously negotiation is a really big part of our, what we do. But I think if you're nice, that becomes a lot easier. And I think that makes me better at negotiating if I'm nice rather than just be really mean to people because oh, then no one likes you i actually think so you've got the old but there was that old wise tale thing what do you get more with um honey than you do sugar or honey or something, yeah, something like, like that, that. I don't catch know. more bees with with something. Those things, really. yeah get that honey catches the bees something like that something you, you should you should be all over them uh, and that goes into a little bit of um, ability to, I've got a note here, Mark, ability to see both sides of the transaction because yeah, a, I think buyer, that's really important. a buyer is only seeing their side, a vendor seeing their side, same with a tenant or landlord. And our job is to be able to see both sides, sometime explain that to the other side so they can go, oh, Absolutely. I sort of see why, you know, why do they need that settlement period or, or what's going on here and explain it and then often people go oh yeah well we can move a bit here and we you know if that helps them out and this way and that way and and often that brings to another point what makes a good agent is the ability to give feedback the yeah. ability to give the feedback in a way that comes from where it's meant it's not it's not a, a terrible thing to be given it's just yeah. it's just reality because sometimes you're right the other side won't actually see what yeah. they're talking about. If you give the feedback the right way, then you've got a lot more chance yeah. of having happy, happy clients both ways. The delivery of the message, I think, is really important. You spoke about knowing the market as well, Mark. That's 
obviously important. I think it's really important and and to the point where um, information that you give, if it gets too old, it's probably not right. Um, rental markets can change within two weeks. Um, mm. Sales markets maybe take a little bit longer, but it really can. I mean, if you look at just the recent COVID period, we were, thought it was up to about 2.9% in vacancy rate. Mm. Um, currently 1.8% on the last Gazette. And guess what? At the moment, we're, our office is probably under 1%. But there's been a lot of movement over that period of time. So it's very, very relevant, I think, that when you give any opinions like that, that they're actually given at the market that it currently is. Yeah, based on some facts. And one of the last ones I had in my list, Mark, which is arguably the most important one, is listening skills. Yes. What was it? What did your mum tell you, Tim? She said I was a good boy, but she also, I think, <laughs> I, I think, I thought you were going to the, the, two, uh, the, the two ears and the one mouth. Yeah. The two ears and one mouth, I think Mark is really important because we need to listen to understand people's problems before mm. we can help. Like we, we don't want to sound like we're definitely not a doctor or a lawyer or anything, but that most people have a property problem, but their house is too small, it's yep. too big, that whatever. We need to understand that so we can advise how best to fix that. That's really what we do. And communication styles change too yeah. within different different people, with different ages, yeah. from different places of where they've come. Um, and it's important that you actually understand what they really mean. And sometimes that is by just checking is, so what you really meant or what you've really said is, so that you're not actually giving any false information. Yeah. Which goes into the broader communication thing, which probably covers a lot of what we've said, I suppose, but that's probably the overall one. But I think it starts with that ability to listen and understand what people need from you. Yeah, you talked about being calm too, and that's part of it because temperament's a really big thing, particularly mm. I often say, and I know I got told this when I was thinking about going into real estate, if you can't hear the answer no, then you're not going to survive in real estate. Yeah. You've almost got to be a rejection specialist because you're going to get, on any occasion, you're going to get some positives, but you're also going to get a lot of negatives that people are going to say no. And you have to be ready to accept that and accept that in good grace. And then, you know, can I can I call you a bit later or something like that? So that ability to back, back up, to actually realise that no offence is meant, it's just that's what it is. The answer has to sometimes be no. Yeah, I've got, you can see my phone's been ringing here. One of those calls is good news, and I'm pretty sure the other one's bad. So <laughs> We always like the good news, but we know that not everyone's like But, that. you know, you, you know that's going to happen, and that means I've probably got to ring someone and give them some bad news, but that's our job, and... That's yeah, and I do. think, you know, it's, it's really great when you can give the good news story, isn't it? But it's yeah. not always the case. Even if you get, like, I'm selling a property and you get lots of offers. Like, there's one recently I, I recall, mm. you know, it was great. I could ring back the person that won it and the person that had their property sold. They were great calls. But I'll tell you what, the ones where they didn't weren't successful, they weren't so great. They didn't I feel always, so um, about that. You always <laughs> get, I, when I have that, I normally ring the people who missed out first and then ring the person who... Got it because that way I finish on a good note. <laughs> I feel a bit better about myself, but it yeah, is well, hard. Like you know, you might have, as you said, three or four clients. You've got to ring three of the four and tell them that they've missed out, and that's no fun. No, it's not a lot of fun. But you know, at the end of the day, I think that's part of what you were saying earlier. Remain yeah. calm. 
just continue, have a good temperament. Yeah. And I think, look, at the end of the day, there's a really simple one, isn't there? You treat people the way that you want to be treated. And I think if you, if you lose sight of that, yeah. um, you can get yourself into some deep water. But, you know, if, if there's bad news, deliver it gracefully. Yeah, that, that's all you can do. If you think about when you get bad news, as long as, you know, I spoke to someone the other day, I definitely obviously won't say the name of the company, but he's trying to buy a house and he told me the story and he missed out. And look, he was disappointed he missed out, but it was the process around how he missed out. Like he just wasn't informed of all sorts of things. That was terrible, really. But at the end of the day, he wasn't that disappointed he was missed out, but he was really upset about how the process went and that reflects back to communication on that agent it's communication across the board if you ever get somebody who's disgruntled with if they talk about another agency or or then or, or even hopefully not ours but sometimes it would be um it is about the way that communication has been given and the yeah. fact that it has been given because i know that sometimes it's the fact that it hasn't been given at all and they would be fine with it but it hasn't happened yeah people like Oh, well, I put an offer in and I just never heard anything, you know, and then I said, so what else? It's pretty ordinary, isn't it? Yeah. So really, if we, if we recap, if we recap, it's really about, that's why different personalities work in real estate. Mm. Not, not everybody's the same, but the basic fundamentals of communication, remain, remaining level-headed, I think, I think um, that's something that is probably a bit easier as you get a bit older, which is why you often see a lot of older people being quite successful as real estate agents. Yeah, I know even myself, you know, when you first start, you get bad things happen and you get really upset and then you learn that that's part of the job. And Yeah, so, you know. so that's why experience, they do say if you can survive probably the first three years in real estate, you'll probably make it. But there's a lot, that's probably why there's a lot of turnover I think it's, too, I think. Uh, nine out of 10 don't make it past two years, Mark. There you go. There you that's, go, that's a, that's a good start. Apparently a start. I, I really like that, and but it's for a good reason, it's because of that. Well, and it's basically the people who don't make it, I would say, lack the skills or most of the skills that we just discussed. Yeah. And the ones, you think about any, you know yourself, Mark, any good real estate agent, they've got all their skills. They, they do. And if they yeah. don't know, they'll find out. And I think that's the thing. You can't be across everything all the time, yeah. but you just, just make sure you find out. Yeah. But um, um, it's good to be back, Tim. But I, it I, is. I, I, probably that's all we really need to talk about. I think it's today. a pretty quick list. You should probably of... give a cheerio to the underground at least. You haven't done that for a while. Well, do you know I had a phone conversation with uh, the ringmaster oh, down there the other the, day? Yeah. Call and, and that's actually prompted us to think we he's actually going well. should do one. He's going well. He's still trying to get on the show, but I don't think that'll oh, end well. Geez, I, don't, oh, I don't know how we're going to go with that one. I don't think that end well at all. But we uh, would like some more questions because I feel a little bit self-indulgent talking about this today, but well, uh, some but questions would be good. The reason why we spoke about this today was because you did actually get the question of what yeah. makes good agents. Yeah, it so, actually came up. Um, otherwise, we probably wouldn't talk about it, but I think it's actually worthwhile and uh, it just shows you that uh, we all out there try to do the right thing and sometimes yeah. we do and sometimes hopefully we get closer. <laughs> well, as always, Mark, it has been my pleasure. Mate, it's been great. It's like good old good getting back on the on the horse, and maybe yeah. we won't leave it to, as long for next time. We just were a bit cautious with everything that was going on with COVID nineteen. These mid afternoons, though, we've got to go back to work now. We can't just go home. Oh, you mean <laughs> we rough. don't get the afternoon um, beverage afterwards? Well, you normally knock off at three, don't you? So you'll be oh. all right. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good idea. So we'll stay a bit later. All right, I think uh, I think we've obviously got to the slagging part of the show. So yes. I think we'll say goodbye and until next time. But please send your questions. 
questions in. Hope you're all well out there and that you've got through this period of time, which has been pretty difficult for a lot of people, and hopefully you're thinking of other people at the same time. Uh, until next time, goodbye, Tim. See you, Mark. Bye.